Welcome back to another episode of Ain't Nothing Out Here. We are glad to be joined by you. Uh, a little bit late, a few days late, but never out of time. We appreciate you listening as usual. Tonight, our conversation revolves around rooting for and supporting your partner. Um, how do you do it? What happens if people get overly aggressive in doing it? <laughs> and how do you set the terms and the rules uh, for making sure that you are as supportive for your loved one as you can be? So, brother, let's kick this off. Um, rooting for a partner. Now, I think people get get the concept of rooting for that and they, they think it means professionally, right? Like, what are you doing professionally? But it expands to so much more than that. Would you agree or disagree or does rooting for mean like a professional objective? Um, so I'm not we're not speaking professionally. I think the professional support is always there. Um, mm-hmm. In this context, I think we're talking particularly um, around the notion of supporting the person that you are with um, personally mm-hmm. in their social endeavors, along with their professional endeavors, and also their, um, you know, their what makes them happy, what makes them tick. Mm-hmm. I think that's the part, like that um, creative niche. I think that's what I when, when I when I think of or what I hear supporting some your 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 significant other that's what i'm thinking about you were laying out the 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 concept of this episode right and i'm and i'm reading through kind of you know the outline that you did yeah and i wondered wow i wonder is support synonymous with or a part of love language that's kind of that's a good question right right because i think for us many of us we don't even know our own love language right Mm -hmm. um and I know, like, one of the things about me is, um, you know, when I preach on Sundays sometimes, right, mm-hmm. I, it's always great to see your, your spouse um, in the congregation supporting you, right? That's right. That, that part of comfort, mm-hmm. which is synonymous with my love language, which is touch, mm-hmm. you know, so so not listening to, not even paying attention to um, love language. When I was outlining this our, um, this segment, I would say yes. Love language may have a factor in what support looks like for you. And I feel like you have to learn love language because right? you're so right. Like one, you got to learn your own, Correct. and then two, you got to learn and be comfortable with your partner's love language, right? Because they so, don't so, necessarily match a- exactly. And 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 there could be hard feelings behind that. Like I supported you because I folded the laundry right that's and you didn't doer. ask me to right. as a, a doer. doer like right. i i'm i would i would like that but your partner may say but i was hoping you would you would come to the door and give me a kiss now now that's why i'm saying is it support because now i feel oh i feel amped up i feel loved and i'm ready to tackle you know whatever so the question becomes is supporting you paving the way for you to be free mm-hmm. to do what it is you have passion and pleasure in. Mm-hmm. Is that support? Because if that's the case, then when I do laundry, when I cook meals, when I babysit, when I, you know, block people from interrupting you, right. I am supporting you so that you can be free to be your best self uninterrupted. Right. That's How- support. Cleaning, However- cleaning out for you. Right. However, depending on love language. Mm hmm. That may not look like support. 
mm-hmm. that may look like, oh, well, you're doing what needs to be done to maintain house or to address issues that you may have with junk being everywhere. For me, support means if I'm having an event, you being at that event mm-hmm. until I release you from attending those, those events. <laughs> no, and, and, and when I say release, I'm not, re- I'm not, I don't mean, let's be clear. Like, we're all in situations where your boo thing may have something going on and they want you to accompany them. Mm-hmm. And then there comes a point where they're comfortable and they no longer need that degree of comp- that that degree of attachment in these spaces because they have mastered that particular space and your presence have had ha- you know your presence has been a great support and and now you're able to drop in and leave as opposed to stay the whole time that's mm-hmm. what i meant by releasing what does it look like offering support or does that change over time so when we, if we were to ask the question, like, how do you offer support? You said showing up. That's mm-hmm. a big one, right? Mm-hmm. Some people may say like, if I'm, you always have my back. So even if I'm wrong in, in public, you always side with me, right or wrong. Some people may say that's support. That, and well, that is, that is support. That is teamwork. Mm-hmm. That is togetherness. That mm-hmm. is keep your ass out of trouble. That is all of those things, right? Because right. we can be in a position where we disagree, mm-hmm. but you don't never side with somebody else when you when you when your better half than 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 stake the claim and it's coming right. <laughs> it's like, oh, okay. You wait till you get in the car, get home, and say, you know, you fucked up, right? You dead wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I backed you up, but I want you to know. <laughs> yeah, you had me look. That's one of those. You had me out here looking stupid. Type conversation. <laughs> Is it is it in terms of so we kind of separated the love language versus the support? Is it also um, in the way of 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 presence? So what I mean, I know some folks that are say like, if I'm working, I feel supported when you come in the room and sit with me. That's that it, telework shit that I don't believe in. So, but some people feel. I feel supported because you're you're there. Like we don't have to be talking, we don't have to be working in tandem. You're just there with me. Now, some people would say that support. Would you say that that's support, or would you say that that's just intimacy, or would you say that that's just closeness? I think that's so. I think that is intimacy and closeness because there's no there's no objective. And when I hear you that that phrasing, there's no objective in that. Mm-hmm. There's no objective in me sitting and watch you type. Right. Me sitting and watch you on a Zoom call. I I, I don't have the skill set that you have. Mm-hmm. There's nothing I can offer um, unless you want me to witness a conversation that you're having and provide feedback on how you handled it. Handled it. Outside of that, I think that's just being clingy and needy. Would you tell your partner that I'm not yeah. going to support you? Even though you think that that's what that is, I'm not doing that. So I think that this goes back to the following conversation last week's show mm-hmm. when we talked about crucial conversations yep. and having to have a conversation surrounding this piece and understanding that in order for this not to be something that you are going to dread speaking to it and asking the why, why mm-hmm. do you want me to do this when I don't think there's a value to it? 
Do you think there is many things over the course of your relationship that you refuse to support? Of course. If you can share. Not, a, not many, but right. there are a couple of things that I would, I was, I'm not, you know, I'm not open to. Mm-hmm. You know, so, and I, I don't think it's, um, a, I would say, I would say that boundary and support run congruent. Because when you have conversations about boundaries, you're also telling your partner where that support on some topic may not be. So let's let's get into my my example. I got banned from the Golden Dragon. <laughs> so so I, I, too strong. I took I took my dragon. partner to the Dragon. <laughs> this was a this was a favorite hangout spot of our of our little our little thing of ours. Everybody liked the Dragon, and I loved it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I loved it more than others. And my partner goes, I'm having a good time. When we exit, partner says, you ain't never going back there. Well, you know, it is ratchet. <laughs> it is dangerously you ratchet. Know we like, we, you, you know, we like ratchet spots, right? And the dragon is one of those spots you go to. Somebody you know, might throw a chair. It's kind of sort of like the sea change, right? You go there for happy hour. As long as you're there, as long as you leave before happy hour is over, you are fine. When dust comes, mm. it, your time has come. So how did you feel about that though? You said your, you know, your 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 partner um after going to the dragon, um she she said, Oh, you're not going. Mm-hmm. This is off the list of places that I would like for you to go. You're not gonna go. Right. You, oh, she said it like that. You're not going. Oh wow. Okay. And so I didn't feel I didn't feel emasculated by it and I didn't feel I didn't feel um like it took a big part out of me. Cause it would be one thing if if my partner was like, You can't go to any bars. Like that's that's off limits. You can't, I'm grown. Mm-hmm. But her conversation was on that bar because there had been incidents like you know, fights and, you know, every time, every now and then somebody gets shot. There's a bunch of places that are like that. But mm-hmm. for whatever reason, this one particularly piqued her anxiety. And so I feel like if you're a good partner and you say, well, there's, there's, there's many bars that I could go to. I don't need this one particularly. So, okay, no problem. Okay. There, there are many other bars I could go to that are clearly less dangerous. Um, and, and, and in the range of ratchet that I need. Mm-hmm. Okay, no problem. So I felt like that was like agreeing to agreeing to that and not doubling down on I'm grown. You can't tell me where to go was a form of support for her because in my mind it was supporting the idea like when my partner goes out from her perspective when he goes out mm-hmm. I am not as worried about his safety as I would be anywhere else. Obviously in today's times, you're always worried about somebody's safety, but, but, there, we, but there's some places that, you know, you got to be a little more concerned about it. Yeah, absolutely. Coming to me right now, based upon the story that you just shared, mm-hmm. I am getting some support being synonymous with comfort. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, We alter our behaviors. Mm-hmm. We alter to make sure that our 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 partner is comfortable when we leave yeah. the house. Yeah, because that's again goes back to the notion of having a home 
that is harmonious. Yeah. Without drama. Yeah. Interesting. And and so I I wonder if support is interchangeable on the day, on the topic, on the whatever. Like it's not an exclusive standalone thing. Like support looks like one thing one time, one day, something else right. another time. And and I think if you look at it from mental toughness, physical stamina, endurance type stuff, you'll see the way you start supporting someone differs mm-hmm. as they progress in their life or as you progress in your life. And that type of support may not be as um, needed as much. Let's take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to talk about some of the, uh, the, the dark side of support. Uh, do you get upset if people hype your partner more than you do? <laughs> and have you ever lied to be supportive? <laughs> Raise it out, Brown. It's about, to, it's about to be juicy. Ain't nothing out here. We'll be right back. Ain't nothing out here. We're back. We're talking about support for partners. What does it look like? And, and I love the fact that we've kind of walked through like support doesn't always is not a prescribed way that support looks. It looks and sounds different depending on the time, the topic, whatever. I think, now let, go ahead. And, and, and to that point, I think we, you know, this sharing, you know, providing a perspective that support is kind of sort of like Jesus and the woman at the well. Mm-hmm. It meets you where you are to fulfill right. the need at that moment. At the moment, right. Right? Right. right. It makes sense, man. I mean, I... Because you hear so often where people say, if you don't do something I like, you don't support me. Is that the right, you know what I mean? Is that the right word? I always think like, I feel like that's the wrong word. Just because I disagree with you or I don't want to do that. That doesn't mean I don't support you. I think, I think we have been culturally conditioned to believe that, you know, this going all out, regardless if it's beneficial or not, means support. Mm-hmm. You know, like I remember as a kid, like you would, you would, my mom would be upset with my stepfather mm-hmm. because he didn't do something that she wanted him to do, but what she wanted wasn't in her best interest. <laughs> it wasn't in our best interest, right? Yeah. It was, and, and you know. I just remember, like, of all the things to be annoyed with, why are you annoyed with that? Mm-hmm. You know, because I think sometimes, you know, just looking at this notion of support, you know, it it's layered in, I'm not going to say selfishness, mm-hmm. but it's layered in some, some issues with self-awareness. Mm-hmm. You know, so the support helps you um, navigate if you will, um, that those issues that you may identify with the with 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 validation or um, a, you know acceptance, so you have your you bring your own with you right. to to ensure someone someone somewhere is gonna nod yes or wink favorably for you. Is support a lie? Would you lie to support your partner? Sometimes you got to. Really? Sometimes you do. Like See, I feel like if I lie and get caught. <laughs> no, 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 no. So, so, so when I say sometimes you got to, mm. I think you. So it, it's not. 
the whole it's 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 those white lies like oh this was good but you could have done something so okay. it's not it's not oh yeah you look like you're doing it but you probably need to keep stepping you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. so it's it's kind of sort of affirming the person mm-hmm. it's kind of sort of saying I think saying yes but 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 using using grammar properly because but is a conjunction to qualify your previous statement. So if you say da 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 da, da but da 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 da, da technically you, you just canceled everything. What you what you what you what you supported, and you're telling the truth on the odd on the right side of the butt. So let's say if somebody was like had a church solo or something, and they sounded a mess, a hot mess. Would you say? You missed the mark. <laughs> like it's one, it's a, it's a one way to respectfully and nicely say that was terrible. But well, or would you well, say I think, it's supportive if I tell you the truth? Ooh, I would be like, babe, <laughs> that won't feel song, <laughs> babe. Who, who don't like you? You know who set you up for that? <laughs> That's what I would say. I, I, cause, uh, there ain't. First off, I think your your your, your partner, your spouse. No, that ain't their wheelhouse. First mm-hmm. and foremost, they know mm-hmm. that. Like, so, yeah. so you have to be honest. Yeah, you know, like oh, you, you, yeah. <laughs> so you wouldn't come out. You would. That wouldn't be a white lie. You would just say outright. Yeah, that's not your. That won't your lane, babe. So if it was, if it was something like, let's say, uh, if my partner's telling me about a conflict at work. Mm-hmm. That's a that's an area where I don't feel like I have to lie. Like I could, it could be cut. Like no chase. I could be like, oh no, yeah, because I think you messed that, up that jump. You know that. Prof- I think professional stuff. I think professional stuff. That don't. There is no cut card, right? Because it, that is building our kingdom. Correct. So you want to come. You want to always come out swinging and knowing what the hell you're doing. Now, where it might get a little sticky is how. What do you think I look like in this in this outfit? Mm-hmm. Well, might- my. <laughs> My partner would tell me, I was like, babe, is this too tight? Uh, yeah, that's a little bit. So, you know, I, you know, at the end of the day, you the one who got to take a picture with it. Right. So if it look a mess, you the one in the picture can't post it nowhere. So you wouldn't say you ain't, you ain't going to embarrass me. No, you're no, not you're wearing not that because you're not going to embarrass me. First off, we got too many friends who sit over here and waiting for you to post some shit that don't look right, so they can, so they can drop it in the group. So they can look, drop it in the group and and edit it. Do you get upset, or have there ever been a time where you have felt like peers or friends or other folks in the circle have hyped your partner or have hyped you more than your partner? As it has caused controversy so i think when i first started dating when um me and my partner first started dating um i would say i was i, I didn't get upset but i paid attention mm-hmm. and you know it's a lot of hot boxes out here so mm-hmm. you know so you know i you find yourself um paying significantly more attention to people who are trying to provide feedback, mm-hmm. um, particularly when they ain't got no value or no stake in this situation, right? right? Um, and so I would say I, I didn't get upset, but what I did do was, you know, I would raise my brow and be like, "What the fuck they talking about?" You know, oh, that's but, interesting. <laughs> Why they they say that they they say that a little too heartily. Right. I mean, I think, I think, I think 
by human, we are animals, so we're all territorial to a degree, right? Correct. People who say, oh, I don't care, I think they're lying, right? Mm-hmm. Truth is, if you're in a relationship with someone, you pay attention to markers. You pay attention mm-hmm. to stuff. And I think for, you know, early on in, in the relationship prior to marriage, you know, I did pay attention to those things. Now I pay attention, but I don't, my spouse moves a little differently than they did before. Mm-hmm. Um, I move differently than I did before. So we don't necessarily move the same way. So we're a lot more aware of our relationship um, and our, our, our ba- the boundaries of our relationship. And, you know, so a lot of the times the situation, you know, I'm not in those those precarious type of spaces. But I will say it's important for folk to pay attention to shit because I, I do believe that everybody want what you got because everything looks great until you paying a check to maintain it. To get in there. Right. Right. I would say that th- there is a... um. There's a burden for people who are married, long term relationships connected by love or, you know, togetherness that you have to exceed the marker set by your friends and family group. You don't want to be in a situation. So you don't want to be in a situation where your partner says, yo, I was doing such and such. And they cheered louder for me than you did, or they showed up and bought more flowers than you did, or they did X, Y, and Z, because if there's a, if there's a threshold of relationships in life and we're at the top of the food chain or you're at the top of the food chain, somebody below you on the chain can't be more doing more in support than you. I don't know. I don't necessarily agree with that. I think, mm-hmm. I think again, it's understanding the language, the, you know, the language that support, um, is, is, is coming through. Mm-hmm. Um, because I think first off you are your partner's biggest fan. I am my partner's biggest fan and there can, anyone can come and rah, rah, or bring some, you know, congratulatory flowers or candies or a gift that doesn't trump you supporting your partner throughout the, the writing process throughout the speaking out loud process throughout the crying and stressing because whatever process. And I think what, again, it goes back to this notion that people who aren't always in the thick of it embrace the, the joyous part or the finished product, Mm -hmm. not knowing the work that it took to get there. So I don't think that you are competing or I don't think that I am competing with anyone as it relates to who is going to hype my partner um, the most. Cause it's always going to be fucking me unless they mama alive and, and, and they ran it or the parents alive. Now the parents, you know, that's my baby da 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 type stuff. But the parents going to come second to me in the mm-hmm. sense of that's my, that's my partner. That's my spouse. And I'm going to root for that person um, to infinity and beyond. So I'm thinking more in terms, and this is silly, but like, say, say you're graduating with a doctorate, right? Mm-hmm. And the whole family's there mm-hmm. and your partner, you cross the stage and you hear people yelling for you. Mm-hmm. Do you expect your partner to be the loudest? Or when you look out in that audience, if everybody's backflipping down the aisle, 
you expect the person in the front backflipping to be your partner or if they're just sitting there. I don't have that expectation. Interesting. Mm-hmm. I don't have that expectation. And the reason I don't have that, I expect my partner to be joyous. In their way. In their way. Mm-hmm. But I also know that, you know, depending on the friend groups that are there, some going to act a fool. That's some true. Are not. I think we, 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 we have to leverage this notion of support with the realities of the person we're with. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because you can't have unrealistic expectations because if you do, then you're setting yourself up for failure as, as it relates to what support looks like. How do you avoid pushing somebody into a box that may not be natural for them? Like, so if I'm, if I'm, I, I know that my partner isn't, isn't introvert, right? Mm-hmm. Naturally introverted. And mm-hmm. so it's important that if I'm looking for support in a given in a given setting, particularly mm-hmm. if it's around people, mm-hmm. that I, I tamp down my expectations. Don't be floating around the room. She, the partner's not going to be floating around the room, engaging everybody, high-fiving, kikiing. That's mm-hmm. not going to happen. Mm-hmm. So it's unreasonable for me to expect that if you know and love your partner. So don't change the, don't change the game just because of situational awareness is different right so but but that goes back to i think that that is who that person is like my partner is believe it or not more significantly more introverted than i am Mm -hmm. they'll come out and enjoy for a little bit talk for a little while go recharge come back go recharge come back and may go to the room and be done Mm-hmm. And fine. And I think the same space and latitude that your partner provides to you to be a, an extra, a, a extrovert, mm-hmm. you have to af- allow them. them to be an introvert. Yeah. And I think for me, what I've done, particularly what mine is, for for our circle of friends and my friends. Don't ask it if, if if everything's okay with this person because they chilling and on mm-hmm. their phone because that's what that's their that's their piece. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like I think some of the conversation is pay attention and you'll notice this is the norm, mm-hmm. right? That's one mm-hmm. and two. Sometimes we got to have a conversation. Be like, yo, you know, this is who. Um, my partner is and they cool and we don't need anything else, you know, type of conversation. Like we good. How do you, and before we get, get out of this part, this is I think a big question. How do you give support in a space where your partner may, may not be ready to receive it? So let's say in a relationship, one person is a, a big, big dreamer. Mm-hmm. And the other person is more practical, and the dreamer is trying to tell the practical person, like, "Yo, you're you're amazing. Like, you can do blah 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 blah." And the practical person, is like, "I don't know if I want to do it. I'm not comfortable with that." How does the dreamer import the support to push them or to 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 help them realize their greatness, or flip it? How does the practical person reel in a dreamer? So before, I think, they, before they take out a second mortgage, mortgage. <laughs> I think there's a balance, right? Yeah. I, there has to be a balance between the two. Mm-hmm. I think the practical person, you know, I think, you know, this whole notion of one 
somebody has to be visionary, mm-hmm. right? Someone has to be the person who is, oh, well, we're going to try this. We're going to do this. And the other person has to put it in perspective. Mm-hmm. And when the person who is putting in perspective has to be pushed by the dreamer, then the steps are going to be made, I think, just not as fast. Yeah. Um, And I think that sometimes the dreamer can get the ball rolling by constantly showing that you are ready for this opportunity mm-hmm. and vice versa. I mm-hmm. think as it relates to scaling back mm-hmm. the vision, you know, the, 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 per, the dreamer is listening to the other person and saying, yeah, mm-hmm. we can do this. Perhaps not at this scale at this juncture at this time. Right. You know, and I think that's the part that we have to really, um, allow those conversations to happen, those long conversations to happen because, you know, owning a business is a big step. Mm-hmm. You know, you and your partner both own businesses. Mm-hmm. It's a lot. It's a huge commitment. Yeah. So a part of having that conversation with the dreamer is you do realize that this means <laughs> that you're not going to be able to do blah, 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 and blah. Right. Yeah, you how set, are you gonna feel yeah. I, about like my partner? I I was going to look at this um, BMW um, X5 IM40, right? That's oh, a nice man. one, right? Night ride, uh, nice, nice, nice. So <laughs> I was I was going I was going to look at it, and my partner was like, "Yeah, you know, you're not gonna buy that." <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, what are you talking about? I'm going to get it. You didn't say who are you talking to? No, I said, what are you talking about? I'm going to get it. And show as shit, my partner was like, you ain't paying a $1,000 car payment. Mm. I know you. Mm-hmm. And lo and behold, I'm still driving my same car because <laughs> I'm not paying a $1,000 car I'm not paying a $1,000 car. So <laughs> to that point, I'm this, you know, the, the 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 dreamer is gonna dream, mm-hmm. and the, the other person is gonna help that dreamer put things in perspective, and and that balances the relationship. Absolutely. And now here we're gonna take another quick break. When we come back, we're gonna uh, return with our affirmation and close on our eight. And now here we'll be right back. Aiden and now here we are back and we are going to go ahead and close on out um, this conversation uh, with our affirmation, bro. Your floor is yours. So support is something that we all need, regardless of where we are in our lives. We need someone to say, you can do it. We need someone to prop you up when you feel that you're falling. So I share this reflection with you to encourage you to support someone, the one Mm -hmm. that you love. Regardless of who you are or where you're from, supporting you and your vision is needed. Dr. King shared his dream with the world. And I would suggest we wouldn't have experienced his greatness if he wasn't supported by his wife, 
and parts of his community. Beloved, we have to deconstruct the notion that you don't need anyone or you can do it alone. We all need someone to lift us up when we're down or give us a push when we're moving slow. I ask that you look at the person that you love and reaffirm your support to them and for them. Because ain't nothing out here. Amen. Ain't nothing out here. We appreciate y'all for listening to this episode. Uh, as usual, you can check us out on ain't nothing out and download uh, Ain't Nothing Out Here, the podcast, anywhere you choose to get your podcast. We appreciate you. We look forward to joining with you next week. Until next time. Peace.